Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Welcome back. It's episode number two um, of our transfer special, the collaboration with, you know, the Beautiful Game podcast and Eurosport. This time I'm joined with Dej. And we've also got Pete in the house. Dej, how are you today? I'm good, bro. How are you doing, Doc? I'm very well. Pete, how are you, sir? Very good. Delighted to be here. So, Dej, you're going to open up the transfer story of the day. So I'm going to throw the hat to you and take the floor. Yeah, so we've been seeing rumours doing the rounds of Deli Ali potentially going to PSG. Obviously, you know, having played under Mauricio Pochettino, it kind of makes sense. He's been frozen out at Tottenham and you don't sort of see any avenue back into the Tottenham fold for him. So for me, I think it kind of makes sense. This is a player with bags of ability. We all saw the wonder goal that he scored against Crystal Palace. It's almost like it was doing magic tricks. So he's got ability, but sometimes in a career you can get stale. And I think when I look at the two managers, Pochettino and Mourinho, Mourinho is a results-driven manager. Pochettino is a relationship building manager and I think sometimes in a career especially Deli Ali you know being so young when he burst onto the scene you can need you can do with a change of environment and I think that's probably what he needs and from a business standpoint I think it makes sense PSG are a bigger club than Tottenham so if he goes there he doesn't play you can say you know what PSG have got Neymar and Bappe Cardi all of these players and he's still got his value. And I think Daniel Levy is the sort that will be doing the number crunching and thinking, you know what, this kind of makes sense for all parties. I think surely if he goes to PSG, he's going to have to play because this is a player that, you know, potentially wants to play for England in the summer at the Euros. So it's imperative that if he does make that move across to France, he needs to be playing week in, week out to have a chance to get into that European squad. But going back to your point, I think is. Very important that, that, that Dele Ali leaves Tottenham, you know, in this window because I feel that he's someone that needs to play. But the problem I have is that when you have Dele Ali, you kind of have to build that squad and that team around him because he doesn't have that fixed position. He's not really a number 10. He's not really a centre mid and he's more a supporting striker. But when you go to PSG, there's big egos. How would he mix with a Neymar, Mbappe, Di Maria, so I think that's the dynamic that Pochettino needs to resolve if this transfer is going to work. I don't think he needs to resolve it. I mean, we saw his TV appearance 
you know, a few months ago when he compared Deli Ali to Maradona. And he gets that sort of thrive from working with these kind of mavericks, you know, almost like flawed geniuses. And I think Deli Ali, as we saw in the, you know, watch, you know, the Amazon documentary, he's sort of like a cheeky chappy, you know, Mourinho's very authoritarian, like, no, you can't do that. Whereas Pochettino will sort of cajole him and manage him. So I think it's a good deal for all parties. I love this move. I think it's great. I think you look at it, I mean, Pochettino has spoken about needing a 10 since he's come in. None of the players they've got there, Neymar, Mbappe, they're not real 10s. I know you said earlier that Ali isn't a real 10, but I think he can occupy that space better. People don't give league and defences enough credit for being as good as they are. Like, it's actually hard to break them down. People just joke on PSG walking their league every year. It is hard to break down some of these teams every week, especially if you're PSG, because they are coming and sitting so deep against you. Ali is a perfect player for that system because he is just going to move around in space. He's going to find his little pockets, play his little one-twos with Neymar and Mbappe, and then he can either get into the box or he can drop a little bit deeper. I think people don't realise how intelligent Ali is as a footballer. For whatever reason, Marina doesn't want him, but what he was doing with Pochettino and Harry Kane was unbelievable. And they don't have a Harry Kane-type player. Cardi's not as good as Harry Kane, but you've got the options around him that he didn't have before. He was playing with Lamella or players like Christian Eriksen who weren't either as quick or skillful as Neymar and Mbappe and they weren't at the same level. So I think that you're going to see a different side of Dele Alli in a lot of ways. I think he's going to play as a lot more of a creator rather than a scorer if he does go to Paris. But Pete, yeah. I, I don't disagree with you, but no one's doubting, you know, Dele Alli's ability, but he hasn't shown that level of ability for the past two years. Is this the same player that, you know, burst through the scene at Tottenham or is this a Dele Alli that's lost his arrogance and his swagger on the pitch? Because we're yet to see him perform consistently for quite a while now. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you might be right. I think he probably isn't the same player that he was. And I think you're right, he's lost a lot of that swagger. But if I was Deli Ali and I wanted to try and get some of that swagger back, I would get as far away from Jose Mourinho as possible and I would go to Mauricio Pochettino. Because everything good we saw about Deli Ali was under Pochettino. And there's no reason to think that he can't find that form again. And it's not quite, I wouldn't say it's the last throw of the, of the dice, but you've got to change something because whatever you're doing right now, your life, like, change is good for everyone. And whatever Ali's doing, both at Spurs and away from Spurs, like, he's out He's out of his routine. He needs to change. He needs something different. And going to Paris, it's an amazing city. And being back with Pochettino, someone who he knows so well, he knows or trust him and give him the minutes that he needs, it's the perfect move. And let's not forget, he's only 24. This is someone that had that, you know, meteoric rise from MK Duns. I remember at a stage in the Premier League, people were comparing his numbers to Gerard Lampard. I mean, you know, people were quick to build him up. And obviously things have, you know, gone off the world since. But I think sometimes that change of country and going, you know, to Mauricio Pochettino, who he knows very well, that can bode him well. I think just final point on this one, I think, why can't Jose Mourinho be the man to get the best out of Deli Ali? Why is it that it's all Jose Mourinho's fault? Sometimes the player needs to look at theirself in the mirror and do better because we've seen Son. He's in the best form of his life under Jose Mourinho. Harry Kane, he looks like the player of the year this season under Jose Mourinho. Serge Aurier, his consistency this season has been brilliant. So those, those are three players that have, you know, reached top form under Jose Mourinho. So why can't Deli Ali do it? Yeah, sometimes the milk goes still, you know, sometimes it goes still and you need that change of environment to flourish. Like sometimes it's not just about the managers. It can be, you know, what I've been to this stadium so many times. I've been to this training ground. But going to a new environment with the likes of Neymar, Mbappe, he should be salivating. 
And those are the sorts of guys that he can maybe say, you know what, well, I need to find my level. Like these are similar sorts of characters in terms of you might be a bit rough around the edges, charismatic. And I think when you're playing under Mourinho, he probably just likes his players just to be straight. Whereas Mauricio Pochettino doesn't mind that sort of, you know, fiery or flary character. So moving on to transfer story number two of the day. Pete, if you don't mind taking it over from me. Yeah, it's not really so much of a story. It's more of a question now based on how things have developed. Where is David Alaba going to go? Um, we woke up this morning with uh, Marcus saying that his move to Real Madrid was going to be a done deal. But now his father's come out and said it's not, there's never close to being done. There's loads of other options on the table. His agent, Pini Zahavi, said the same thing. It sounds as if Alaba might not make an official announcement on his next move until March or maybe even April or May. Um, he's obviously, obviously, if Lionel Messi decides to leave Barcelona, he's the free agent signing, bell of the ball, that's fine. But let's assume he stays put for now, and then that person is David Alaba. He walked, for me, he walks into every team in Europe, no question about it, he is that good. And he's so useful in terms of keeping the ball, reading the game, bringing it up from the back. He can play left back, centre back, centre midfield, holding midfield. He can do so many different things for your team. And if I was Real Madrid right now, I'd be doing everything I can to push this deal across over the line because you know that at some point the Premier League clubs are going to start getting more and more serious and the, more, the money they're offering is going to go up. And at some point now, even Real Madrid can't compete with the likes of City, Liverpool, Chelsea, United in terms of what they can offer. Now, when you look at him, he's very, very versatile. He can play left-back, centre-back. As you mentioned, he's been at Bayern Munich for a long, long period of his career. And we spoke to Christian Falk on our platform and he was sort of talking about the negotiations and Bayern Munich having to pay a lump sum of money. And I think when you look at him, he's someone that seems like he wants that new experience. As you mentioned, Real Madrid were the front runners. You've heard Liverpool, you know, looking at the deal to solve that defensive crisis. And for me, he doesn't probably fit into like a Jurgen Klopp signing. I think Klopp will probably go for maybe a short-term option now then scour the market again in Europe. So I think... David Alaba will probably end up at Real Madrid. I think that would be a brilliant signing for Real Madrid. When you think of David Alaba, you think he's in his 30s now, but I actually checked and he's only 28. He's in the prime of his career. He's won everything in the game. He's a world-class performer. He's played at a top level consistently. I just think this is going to be a terrific free signing if Real Madrid get this over the line. What it does mean as well, I want to know what it means for Sergio Ramos, because obviously he hasn't signed that new contract yet. There's been talks that he's going to go to PSG. And even if he stays, you can't expect Alaba, Ramos and Varane to all compete for two spots. They'll be expecting to start every week. Then if Ramos signs a new contract, if I'm a Premier League club, I'm making a little call to Florentino Perez to see how much he wants for Varane. Because that would be a brilliant signing if someone could pull that off. I just think if he goes to rail, something's got to give between those two. I think Ramos might be the more likely, but it's going to be interesting to watch. And it's interesting that more of the bigger teams at Liverpool, Manchester City haven't probably been knocking on the door much more. Because when I look at Real Madrid, they're in that rebuilding phase of their project. They don't seem to be in their peak powers. So maybe he's just in love with the idea of going to Spain and living for the lifestyle, you know? I wonder if it's something because, I'm just speculating here, there's nothing, I don't know anything to suggest otherwise, but both City and Liverpool's first choice centre-backs prefer playing on the left, Van Dijk and Laporte. It's a little thing, but a lot of defenders talk about switching sides. I remember... 
but you used to listen to Rio Ferdinand talk about it when he had to do it for England because he played at the left for United. He switched over to the right because of Terry's seniority. And he said it was actually a really hard thing to adjust to because you're used to the ball coming at you from a certain angle. It's something I could, I don't know about Klopp, but it's something I could imagine Guardiola obsessing over. And he wants to bring in a right sided defender to play next to Laporte. Again, that's just speculation, but it's a little thing like that that I can see maybe they don't decide to go for him. And now we're going to move on to the final transfer of the day. And that's us dropping down to the championship. A player that plays for Norwich, his name is Emiliano Bundia. Um, For me, this is a player that most of the Premier League should be looking at. Because when I watched him last year in the Premier League, he was by far Norwich's best player. And it's surprising that a few players from Norwich actually left. But he's the one that actually stayed because I think he would be first to leave. So, yeah, there's been, you know, rumoured interest from Arsenal and a lot of other clubs in the Premier League. And I just think that this player can add anything um, to every club in the Premier League because his creativity, his dribbling, his ability to penetrate lines and just his confidence on the ball, it's just Premier League level. And for me, he's the best player in the Championship. So I think if Arsenal can strike a deal in January, they should definitely try to execute it. But I think this is one that's going to happen in the summer. As you mentioned, I think the form of Emil Smith-Rowe has plenty to do with that. You know, before him and Saka started firing Arsenal forward, there was a lot of talk about Julian Brand, but I think that's been put on hold. Um, I think Emi Bondia, what a player. I mean, we had Stuart Webber on our podcast and he was eulogising, you know, about the first time he saw him playing for Getafe and he thought, you know what, this player, I need to sign him. You know, whatever money it's going to cost, we need to bring him to our club and in the championship, he performed when he came to the Premier League. I was expecting more from him. To be honest, he showed spurts. But I think, you know, that experience will serve him well. And I think if he comes to the Premier League, he's going to show what he's about. But I disagree <laughs> with you there because Bundia, when he was in the Premier League, you know, debut season, he's still a young player. He created, he was in the top five for chances created. He was Norwich's bright spark, him and Todd Cantwell and Puki. When they played well, Norwich played well. And when they did play well, Norwich usually got results. So I think to say he was a bit disappointing or inconsistent, I think that's an overstatement in my opinion. Yeah, well, again, football is a game of opinions. <laughs> but when I watched him a lot of the time, he was ineffective. And obviously, as you mentioned, maybe being in a relegation season towards the end, I think their heads dropped. And he was one of the players. If you're the best player, show me what you're about when the times are tough. And I don't think he done that. But as I said, I think that experience will serve him well for when he potentially comes to the Premier League. Where do you think Arsenal are playing? Do you think they play him as one of the central midfielders or one of the front three? I think it... One of the front three, yeah. I believe. I think one of the front three. Do you think that loses a bit of something then? Because I think he's best when he plays centrally. And obviously Arsenal aren't really playing with a 10 at the moment in the traditional sense of the thing. I mean, he, can't, he, he works hard and he, he's not slow by any means. But I wonder whether... I'd like to. I'd be interested to see how Arteta uses him because I think you could use him more deep as like sort of. If you're playing with three central midfielders, you play him as that one who sort of bursts on and makes the late runs into mm. the box because I think he if he's arriving late, he can pick out the pass for those from three because they're always going to be looking to try to get in behind. But I think he, I don't. I think for me, I think he's a brilliant signing. Forty million is probably a little bit more than I'd want to pay for him, but. Norwich are going to come back up to the Premier League. That means Premier League money, so you got to spend for you got to spend that money to get him in. And when I look at Arsenal, I think it's very unrealistic for this window. They're more focusing on outgoings than incomings. 
Um, obviously, Meza Ozil, we expect that deal to be completed. Mustafi, players like that, I think they want to sort of focus on changing that dressing room ambience. And you can see since Ozil's left, a few players have maybe come out and spoken. And these are the things that cause fractions in the camp. So I think that's probably more of Arteta's um, main priority. And I think even Emil Smith-Rowe, who's been excellent, I still think Arsenal's problem is creativity. So I think to get someone in like Emi Bundia, it's going to change the whole dynamic of the way the team create chances and the way the team create possession. And I think he plays best in that number eight role. So not necessarily a number 10, but a bit deeper to just see the picture. And can you imagine the through balls he will be giving to Aubameyang? It's just <laughs> going to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that wraps it up. Unless you guys have anything else to add, it's been a pleasure. Don't forget that we're going to be here again tomorrow. So join us in our special collaboration with Eurosport that will last until the last day of the transfer window. Peace. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.